This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. Happy day to you. I just hope that whenever you are listening to the podcast, whatever day it is that you decide to listen to this episode, I hope it's a great day and that you're having a fantastic day. And I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for listening. So I'm going to jump right into today's topic because I am super fired up about it. I'm really excited to talk about why more isn't always better in your agency, why more team members aren't always better in your agency, and what other options you have in basically growing your agency with a team that supports you deeper rather than wider. So the reason that I'm excited about this topic is because there's been a lot of conversations and talks in the online space around several companies. I won't say several, it's probably more than several. A lot of companies having a year of contraction rather than expansion, right? And so you as an agency owner may be asking yourself the question, well, what does that mean for me and my team? Is an agency sustainable? And I want to tell you that, yes, it's absolutely sustainable. First of all, anytime anything is happening in the economy, in the online space with businesses, it's not happening 100% to all businesses. It really depends on the type of business, the type of clients, what you've been doing before to prepare. All of those factors are key factors in terms of what's going on in your personal agency right now. However, if you are feeling a need to contract, know that you can still do it in a way that is still supportive to you, that still doesn't mean that you have to be returned basically to being the bottleneck, the center of everything in your business. And so that's why I wanted to talk about why more isn't always better and how you can have success as a micro agency. Now I'm gonna go into a lot more detail about micro agencies in an online event that I'm actually hosting in February. So definitely keep a lookout for that. Definitely um, follow me on Instagram if you're not already, because I'm going to be talking a lot more in February about micro agencies. We're recording this right now in January, and I'll be talking more about it in February. But I wanted to kind of preface this whole conversation around micro agencies with deepening your team rather than widening your team. So what do I exactly mean when I say deeper rather than wider? I mean having fewer team members, fewer subcontractors, fewer employees, fewer employees, however you define your team, and allowing them to do more within your business rather than less. So I know that when I first started my agency, I quickly grew my agency to a team of, I think, over 20 at, at one point, right? And so I had a ton of team members on my team. And what ended up happening or what happens in a lot of agencies when we grow a larger team is 
Number one, if you're trying to manage that entire team by yourself, then you already know that it is impossible, that you've traded one problem for another because maybe you are completely out of implementation for your clients, but now you have all of these team members asking you questions day in and day out and taking up all of that time that you thought you were freeing up from getting them in the first place, right? From getting out of client implementation and from getting a team in the first place. So that is maybe option one when you have a larger team. Option two when you have a larger team is that you do have the internal support in terms of management support. However, that management support is expensive. Implementation support is often the least expensive, but then when we get to management, especially when we have multiple layers of management support and leadership support, that gets expensive for agency and there's a lot more overhead costs associated with that. Now, if your org chart looks like that and you are happy and good to go, that is amazing and awesome and I'm so excited for you. However, if you're seeing places where maybe you want to increase profitability and save on overhead costs, then going deeper rather than wider in your agency, having fewer team members who are doing multiple things and are supporting in larger ways in your agency may be the way to go. So here are some other reasons why going deeper rather than wider makes sense or may make sense for your agency. First of all, it saves you training time. If you have fewer team members who can do more things, it means that they are great at what they do, number one, and that you're not constantly having to train new team members as they come in. Number two, it's often easier for streams of communication. When you have fewer team members, you're not trying to communicate with 20, 30, 50, 100 different people with 100 different communication styles. Instead, you have a really strong core team that is really closely knit because they're working together more often, right, in a larger capacity. Number three, as I've already mentioned, it saves you money on management. So when we look at organizational charts, when we look at org charts, we're kind of always building this like triangular pyramid to some extent, right? But if we have an org chart that has more team members, then we kind of need to have also layers of multiple management. So at one point, for example, my leadership team had leadership within the leadership. And what I mean by that is we had me as the CEO, We had a director of operations, but then uh, reporting to that director of operations was a lead project manager, was a lead marketing manager, were other people that were basically overseeing the people within their kind of pods, right? And so I was paying a lot for that level of management internal to my team. So once we kind of pared down, got rid of that level of management, it brought the costs way down. Now, the reality is that if you have a larger team, you need that level of management because one manager cannot manage 10, 20, 100 people by themselves without them burning out and without them not supporting those team members as much as they need to um, in order to thrive, right? So that level of management is going to be needed as you grow if you're growing a larger team. But with micro agencies, with agencies that have maybe three people in them, five, even as many as 10, I would still consider perhaps a larger micro agency, a mini micro agency or medium micro agency, maybe we might say. But even in those teams, you may still need one or two managers, 
but those managers can also be supporting in terms of implementers as well. They don't need to just be managers. And then last but not least, last reason why going deeper rather than wider makes sense, it keeps better integrity within systems and processes. If you have tons of people on your team, then you're going to have tons of variations of how those people define the SOPs that you've created. Even if you have very clear and specific SOPs, different people are going to hear different parts and treat different parts as more important than other parts of your SOPs. So when we have smaller teams, when we create rather these micro agencies, we're able to keep a better eye on the integrity of our systems and our processes. And I really think that the biggest uh, reason for a micro agency, other than the profitability piece, is probably the communication piece. My team now is between, I would say, 10 and 15 at any given time. It depends on what the project looks like or what our launch looks like for our client. But our team is between any 10 to 15 at any given time. Now, one of the things that we definitely have going for us is the fact that the majority of our team members have been with the Launch Guild for over two years at this point which really helps increase and shore up communication. They've worked with each other long enough that they understand their working styles, their communication styles, how they need to support each other in order to be able to support our clients in the best way. However, I also definitely think that it has helped the situation that we are now a smaller team, right? That we're we're now able to have those more um, intimate conversations and, and intimate relationships within our team. So how do we get to this microagency without paring down our services and not being able to offer our clients what they, what services and support they want us to offer? Good question. <laughs> okay, so this may work, may not work for you as much in terms of having an agency of three or f- even five people if you are very specialized like the Launch Guild. So as you may or may not know, my agency, the Launch Guild, does full service launch support, right? So we do everything from strategy to implementation to design to all of the things for our clients. Our team and our team members have to be very specialized in what they do. So what does that mean? That means that our graphic designer probably isn't going to also be a rock star copywriter or our graphic designer probably isn't going to be a rock star Facebook ad strategist, right? Or a rock star tech VA, but there is a a potential of some overlap in their skills. And so if I were to find somebody who is a amazing graphic designer, as well as maybe has the tech skills to set that up, that kind of overlap is what I'm looking for so that I can keep more things with one person rather than having to hire a specialist for every single subsection of what the needs are. Now, I definitely think that this micro-agency concept works even better for two subsections. One subsection of agency type is more of a generalist agency, right? So maybe you have a specific type of client that you're working with, let's say attorneys that you're working with, in an executive assistant kind of capacity or a general VA kind of capacity. In either of those cases, whether it's executive assistant or general VA capacity, the thing that you have going for you with these micro agencies is that you have a specific type of client. So they have similar 
um, needs. They have similar styles of working. They have similar systems that they're using. And so you can still create those very clear SOPs, but there can be overlap in understanding and in how those VAs or service providers work within your business, right? There can be a major overlap within skill set so that they, those VAs or those service providers can work with multiple clients. They can work more hours for your business rather than you having to go out and hire multiple team members to do very specific things within it. Does that make sense so far? I'm hoping I'm making sense. Now, this other subsection is our agencies that are even more specialized. So when I think about this, I think about a web design agency. If you are just, and I don't mean just in a negative way, of course, but if you are just doing, let's say you create, your agency creates websites for your clients. If you are just doing websites for your clients, then there are very specific things that each website is going to need. So maybe you have a smaller team that maybe even is specialized, but can support each one of those pieces of creating an amazing website. So maybe you have somebody who creates the initial design. Maybe you have somebody who does the strategy. You have somebody who does the SEO, somebody who does the copy. But even within that, you can create your team and make it smaller and then elevate the pricing and not have as many clients within your agency. That is always an option. So see what I mean by going deeper rather than wider? When we think of going deeper rather than wider, within our agency, we're always thinking about how can I maximize the potential of every single one of my team members? How can they support the agency, our clients, and our agency's needs in a larger capacity rather than a smaller capacity? How can I get each team member the maximum number of hours that they are able to work without burning them out, of course, and within their skill set rather than having to hire 12, 13, a million people. (laughs) A million is a large number. I know, I know. (laughs) Okay. So what can you do to make sure that this is, that this is happening? Number one, make sure that you're checking in with your team every so often for two things. We always want to make sure that we have updated job descriptions on all of our team members to make sure that there is not a, a redundancy that isn't needed to be there. Um, And I'm not saying to like fire anybody or let anybody go, but I'm saying make sure that we're not like just hiring people to hire people, right? When we maybe already have the people with the skill sets that we need and we're maybe not, not utilizing them as much as we could. And number two, make sure that you update your org chart on a consistent basis to look for the holes as well as to look for the redundancies. But mostly when I'm looking at org charts, I'm looking at the holes. I'm looking at, do we have a need that is not yet being filled? And then I'm now going back to my team and saying, hey, I noticed we don't really have the support that we need for this thing. Is there anybody on the team that feels comfortable or that feels really confident with doing this thing? I'm looking at our current team first before I'm putting up that hiring thing. I realized that I did this, this was probably two or three years ago at this point, but I realized that I was doing this because there were several times that I would put out a job description and a team member would see it and they would message me on Slack and they'd be like, hey, Tasha, you know I do that, right? Or like, hey, I've been really wanting to learn more about that. I'm wondering if you think it's a good skill set or good fit for my current skill set or for the skill set that I'm looking to learn more about. And nine times out of 10, I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. 
thank you for coming to me. I didn't even think about you when I was crafting this job description, right? So really leaning into your current team before you start looking for outside team members. I hope this was helpful. I really think that this year is going to be about increasing our profitability and finding those ways and making these small tweaks along the way throughout the year within your agency is going to get you there, is going to get you to more profitability. And I guarantee you that it doesn't mean that you have to pull yourself, like I was saying before, you have to pull yourself back into the weeds, back into the center of doing all of the things. It's just being smarter about our hiring practices, about where our money is going and about how we are growing our team. Until next time. Feeling lost when it comes to how to even begin consistently marketing your business and bringing in solid leads? Maybe you've realized that for far too long, you've just been sitting back and waiting for the referrals to roll in, and that's just not enough anymore. If that's you, then check out my free Pipeline on Point mini marketing challenge. I'm giving you easy ways to get back in front of your audience and start building consistency in your marketing. It's the first step to building a marketing, lead generation, and sales ecosystem that brings in the right clients on a regular basis, and that means more profitability for you and your business. Check out the free marketing mini challenge at TashaBooth.com forward slash pipeline. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash pipeline.